welcome to the Erica Blessing Show, brand newly minted for 2020. I am so excited to talk about creativity this year, and my next guest is highly creative. She kind of breathes, walks, and talks art. <laughs> And she is from Belgium, but she lives in California now. We're actually in the same time zone. I'm so happy to have you with me. Welcome, Siglinda van Damme. How are you? I'm good, Erica. Thank you for having me. How are you? Did I say that right? You can say it again. No, it's perfect. Siglinda van Damme. You, you, you nailed it. Siglinda, I met through the polka dot group that I'm in. And uh, why don't you, I am going to let you just, if you don't mind, share a little bit about, um, before we jump into your stories, tell us a little bit about the art that you wear. Tell us just a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. So I've been an artist for almost two decades, and it was all about creating new realities and fostering fluid identities and Without going too deep into that story, after um, 17 years, all of a sudden I realized that if people could wear my art, the story of identity and new realities that I've, had, that I've been exploring for almost two decades came full circle because when people wear my art, which is um, for the art to wear predominantly photographic based. So if they wear my photo art, then my work serves their identity instead of me controlling what goes on in my work. They reinterpret it and I love it. And I love seeing how they reinterpret it and make it their own. That's amazing. Um, this is just the real thing. I want everyone to know she is the real thing in case you're curious, like what a creative is like, this is the real thing. So I'm just really excited to have you here, but we're going to talk about a time when it wasn't going that well. So why don't you tell me about that? Well, tell us about a time when things weren't flowing and, and it, the creativity was not working and you're feeling like you just weren't fulfilled. And then what happened to change that? Absolutely. <laughs> so I first want to make a distinction because I'm an artist between the visual creativity and the non-visual creativity. Um, in my studio work, the visual creativity, I don't really get blocked, but I do get uninspired. Okay. And then it's time to do something else, even if that means cleaning up my studio or go sit on the couch and read a book and, and go talk to people and be re-inspired. Um, however, creativity, as you said, I live and breathe creativity. I think creativity is a way of life. And of course, I'm only human and I've ran through some fun roller coasters. Uh, one was when I was um, going through a divorce and then um, having to pay my own bills, being stuck in a nine to five job that just wasn't fulfilling and having to, um, yeah. Even when, <laughs> even when you say I was in a nine to five job, I can just feel your whole being contract. <laughs> oh, oh, so totally, totally. And it, it wasn't necessarily the work itself. It was just the, um, the culture and the way it was done. There was no, there, I was so controlled. There was no room to be creative. It was almost, I was almost begging just let me run with this. I can do so much more for you. Just let me go full out. And instead I felt held back um, all the time. And 
And um, yeah, it, I can I learned a lot. <laughs> I think my last, my last totally corporate job was like 1993. So it kind of was a long time ago, but I can remember in meetings knowing how much more I had to offer exactly, and not being able, like just because of the cultural constraints, not being able to bring myself fully to it. I remember that. Yes. And as a creative person, you know, when something sparks and all of a sudden you just want to sink your teeth in and you know, you can take it to <laughs> levels beyond anybody's imagination. It's just like, 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 a, like a horse that is ready to run the race, right? It's just like, let me, let me out of here. Let me, let me run with this. Let me do it. I will deliver results for you. you I will blow your mind. Wow. And it's this, it's this, um, yeah, even up to the point where it's like, don't worry, like, I, I will not do anything ridiculous. I'm, uh, I, I, I know where the boundaries are if I have to stick to the boundaries or I will come ask you before crossing the boundaries, <laughs> but just it's like. Tell I'm, me a little bit now, tell me a little bit now, when you are inspired and you're in your creation mode, like, why don't you talk about the, you know, the postcard you sent me with that beautiful picture on it? It was a photograph that looked like a painting. Was it a, a yeah, lily? Yeah. Why don't yeah. you tell our audience? See, I'm so blessed because I've actually met Siglinda Van Dama in person. <laughs> <laughs> tell us a little bit about that piece of art and how, what inspired that and how that became. Oh, I'm so glad you asked that question. Since we just talked about the job roller coaster, I left my job and it was so, I, I felt completely uprooted because I had taken this huge risk and, and now there was, the rug was pulled from under my feet and worse, I pulled the rug from under my feet. Now what? And so my first instinct was just get out of here. Like, let's get out of my house. Let, let's, let's go somewhere else. Let's reconfigure, let's reset. And um, one of my friends happened to move to Grass Valley uh, two weeks earlier and he said why don't you come over this weekend so I threw a, a, a bag in my car and, and a few cameras and I drove all the way up to Grass Valley and they were literally still in boxes <laughs> but they had this guest house and they just threw clean sheets on the bed and some towels and it was such a gift right like I left the day after I left my job I drove over there and it was like I was in a new world and and the new world was open for discovery and anything could happen and nothing had to happen. Wow. And they were on this huge compound and in the back of the compound, there was this koi pond. And so every morning I would stroll out to the koi pond with my cup of coffee. And every evening I would stroll out to the koi pond with my glass of wine and I would bring my camera. And at one point I started taking photos of the koi pond, but I have a special lens that I use that is, low fidelity aesthetic and sort of, um, I like it because the lens is very temperamental, very unpredictable, and it catches this magic. And when I produced the print and I made it really large, it's like 40 inches wide by 30 something inches high. And, and the way the, the sunlight is dancing on the water lilies on the pond completely captures the magic of that place and the magic uh, mindset I was in, like in these in-between worlds, right? I, I closed one door 
but but I hadn't stepped to the next door yet. And so when I print, I, when I produced this big print, I had it in my living room for for a few days just to just to live with it and see, you know, is this what I want? Does it need something else? Mm-hmm. And and my my house is like a like a fishbowl. I have lights. I have windows everywhere, and I have sunlight everywhere because that's what makes me feel happy and good. And what I didn't realize that I, and, and so the the light played on this photograph. And then at one point I realized the sun had set. It was dark outside, and it felt like the sun was still dancing on the water lilies in my living room. Mm. It was so beautiful. And I love that. I just got chills when you said that. And I guess I just want to tell people who are listening to what I'm hearing, the message that I'm getting, because I'm always getting messages for humanity, is really allow the magic to come in. Allow that magic. And, And if you do believe that there is something better for you, there is something better for you. And you know what? I think this word allowing is huge because um, a a lot of my journey has been about letting go of control, Mm. Um, which is also why I use that one particular lens because I can't control a darn thing. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and that's when you allow and, and because sometimes I will do something randomly and it comes out great. And then I want to, recreate it or 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 do it in the same way but differently and then the magic is gone i totally know i know exactly what you're talking about if i let if i let um if i'm working on a book and i let the book come in and i don't try to tell it what to do it comes in so amazing but if i sit there and try to say okay i'm gonna do 12 chapters and i'm gonna take people from like i try to do a a nonfiction book about a topic. If I'm too controlling, it's it turns out so boring. I mean, what? I don't end up writing the book because I can see that it came in so awful. But what? if I do this thing where I'm just like curious, like like I'm working on a creativity book, of course, right now, and it's like I'm curious because one of the chapters was called pain. Isn't that strange? Pain. Pain. Because it was like, sometimes we jog ourselves with pain to create change in our lives. And so it was about like, not at all, because creativity sounds like it's all sunshine and roses. No, it's sometimes, not. <laughs> sometimes it comes along with some other things. So that was really interesting, Siglinda. Um, I wish we had like three weeks to have this same thing happened. I have to tell you guys when we met in person, like time went by, it felt like it wasn't even real. Like time went by so fast. So I did want to give you a little bit more opportunity to share. um, If you wanted to share a little bit more about what you do and how you can help people. I know you also can help make art in people's rooms. And so I don't know what you'd like to share to the people who are listening, but go ahead and tell us a little bit more about, Siglinda's art world and and what you like to do with people. Yes, so um, my current business has three layers. So obviously there is still the artwork and I am still on my journey, which will never end on on creating, but in the sense of allowing, being curious and most importantly, just letting go. and it's going to become more by hand again uh, instead of the controlling photographic uh, digital work. Then, and of course, I sell those, those uh, artworks 
and anything that is digital can actually be custom printed to size to fit an empty wall space in your home, which is something that painters can't do. <laughs> they would have to make an entirely new commission for you. Uh, and then of course the art to wear, um, I'm, I'm um, hoping this can take on a life of its own because people- It really like does. Your art, your skirts, they're just so curious. Like they just look so unique. Like you, you can't, and, and it's really interesting the way, like you said, the way that people wear them because they look different on different people. Exactly, exactly. And, yeah. and that's the whole point. Unique is the right word. And it's, you know, especially in a time when we all want to embrace diversity, diversity technically means embracing everybody's individuality. So why not your own? Why keep wearing uh, mass produced? I mean, dare to wear this unique piece and let the mirror reflect to you what you already knew was on the inside, you know, stand out from the crowd, mm. be and own who you are. I love it. Well, I'm so glad you stopped by the Erica Glessing show. It was so much fun having you and I could talk to you forever, but let's let people find out more on their own. So how can they reach you and how can they discover and see some of your work? Yes, so they can be, they can go to my website, which is www.studioseek.com. That has my art and my art to wear. And then there's also the third layer of my business, which is actually a coaching and mentoring component where I help you uh, implement creative ID strategies in your life. And um, that will be launched on siglindavandama.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you could come. Thank you, Erica.